Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt. With me, as always, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Spectacular. How are you? Buddy, I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm I'm as about as good as you can be, but if I was any better, I would be you. Man, got my partner back this week. The Reds are playing great ball. Reds are playing baseball like they... Uh, like they belong in the like they belong in a pennant race. They they got four all stars in their rotation now. Mm. We'll get into a little bit of that here here in a second. Uh, but uh, just to let everybody know, we are the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. We are on. Uh, we we come on once a week. Wednesdays we record Wednesdays 10:30 p.m. You can catch that live on the Facebook. Uh, you also have. Uh, you can also get us on YouTube or. Uh, Spotify or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. There's a lot of them. Almost I don't, I don't anywhere. Even know them all. If you listen to podcasts, uh, whatever you listen to, if we're not on there, let me know because we need to figure out what we're doing wrong. So anyway, I'm back. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm not in Mexico anymore, but. That's okay. Back to reality. Back to reality, which is which is not a bad thing. We can handle that. So uh, anyway, um, I, it's 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 time to talk baseball. I missed I missed not doing the podcast last week. I missed it so much that I called in. You still did the podcast. I still did a big portion of it, and I apologize to Joey Schmidt once again. Big big thanks to Joe, GI Joe, gastrointestinal Joe for for helping out Adam last week. You did an amazing job. Um, I apologize that I that I stole all your thunder that you you got to be on the podcast and I just decided that I was calling in and I was going to take over 25 30 minutes of it by myself. <laughs> no no apology necessary. He loved it. Um and we are we're going to jump into some baseball here. Before we do that though, the Nosebleed Sports podcast is uh sponsored by a couple of folks, one being training personally with Peggy Edwards. No matter your level of fitness, if you like to be challenged and want the benefit of working with a personal trainer without paying for the cost of a personal trainer, then training personally with Peggy Edwards is the gym for you. Training personally is interval circuit training for all levels with a personal trainer at your pace on your time. Peggy Edwards keeps your workouts fresh, fun, and safe. She knows what she's doing. Great place to be. Go check it out. Trainingpersonally.com. Or on Facebook, training personally with Peggy Edwards. Strong Peggy, she's a strong woman. She is. Uh, so also brought to you by uh, our our friends at Ohio Mosquito Control. When I was in Mexico, Adam, they had bugs that were the size of my hand. They were monster grasshoppers. Uh, I didn't see any mosquitoes, but it's probably because they had a cousin or two of the Ohio Mosquito Control in Cincinnati. Uh, ohio-mc.com down there making sure that we all had a lovely time not getting bit up by anything crazy uh, anyway the Ohio Mosquito Control you can catch them if you if you got a mosquito problem in your yard these are the guys to get a hold of they come out they're going to spray for you uh, it's all done over over you can do it all through the internet uh, schedule your schedule your appointment they'll do reoccurring they'll do one time one time sprays if you got some kind of big party going i got a big pool party this weekend for the uh for the uh 7u baseball team nice. got them all coming over jumping around in the pool for a little bit came out last week make sure that made to make sure that we were going to be uh ready to go there at my mosquito control offers quality services to the cincinnati area at reasonable prices they are family owned and operated um 
It's a professional mosquito control that you can just jump online, ohio-mc.com. They're awesome. It's all natural. They're going to make sure the honeybees stay alive and all that good stuff. There you have it. That's good news. All right, so now that that couple seconds is out of the way. <laughs> we have, uh, let's jump into, so we need to put a bow on this thing that we spent almost the entire podcast last week yes, talking about. Yes, we did. But, and, and I could go on longer. However, teams have left, people have left teams, everything's starting to change up a little bit. So let's just put a, as you said, we'll tie a little pretty little ribbon bow on the top of it. Let's just finish this off because there were suspensions handed down. There in were the Puig fight. Yes. The Puig fight? No. The, Puig, it's the, <laughs> no. the Pirates and Reds fight. Yeah. Um, so David Bell uh, and Clint Hurdle were both suspended, as they should have been. Um, I'm not even going to get before I give my opinion. David Bell and Clint Hurdle both suspended. David Bell, six games. Clint Hurdle, two. As far as the players go, Amir Garrett got eight. That's the most for any Red. Jared Hughes got three. Yasiel Puig got three. Um, you had Joey Votto and Philip Irvin get fined. Um, as far as the Pirates players go, Keone, Kayla, I'm going to just say it that way. I don't care what how, his name how, is. Wait, first off, first off, first off, hold on. How many games How many games did, did Bell get? David Bell got six games. Six games? Which he just served. He will be back tomorrow. Be back. He'll be back for the biggest series coming up right here, buddy. Exactly. Four game against the Cubbies. Exactly. Um, so and then Clint Hurdle got two games. He served those right away. So he did not. He did not uh, try to appeal his. No, and neither did David Bell. Well, David Bell was in the middle rolling around like a crazy person. He right. came out of the dugout after being ejected. I didn't expect that to happen. Right. Clint right. Hurdle just sat back there and yelled at him. So neither manager, neither manager appealed. All of the players that were given suspensions have appealed so they have n none of them have served their suspensions yet as far as i know um i know none of the reds have as far as i know none of the pirates have um so that obviously these the appeal process has to go all the way through take place i don't know how long it's going to take but once they kind of re-review i guess um re-review i like the re so first off did they not so who reviews the this who is the is it the same people that handed down the suspension in the first place that's a good that's a good question i don't know I, it may be um or they might they might have a team that looks because at didn't it didn't they review it before they handed down the the suspension i don't they came up with what they were gonna do what are you trying to, i don't understand the i'm appeal. with you i don't know i don't know how appeals <laughs> i don't know how you appeal and get a lesser suspension unless you get a chance to actually state your case I guess that's where it comes in. You get you get to actually state your case and say, "Hey, this is what happened. This is what happened from my perspective. This is why I did this. Um, I feel like you know, eight games isn't justified or whatever." Yeah. Um, so, but as far as the Pirates go, Kayla got uh, ten games, which was the most for any player. Thank goodness, and that yes. tells me that somebody's paying attention. And he wouldn't have got that, I don't think, if he didn't say what he said after the game. I agree with you. Uh, also, you had Jose Osuna. Uh, get five games, Kyle Crick three games. So those are the suspensions for the Pirates. Now, so so then let's dive into that. Are these are all of the suspensions? Are they were they too much? Were they just right, or were they not enough? Let's you know what. Let's go one by one. How about Kayla? Are you good with ten games? Should it be more? Should it be? Is it right on? I'm good. I'm good with ten games as a reliever. You're actually getting. You're actually being hurt in that situation. 
as a reliever. So I'm good with 10 games for him. Okay. So then Jose Osuna, infielder, was uh, just heavily involved, I guess, in the fight. Yeah, kind of like um, Puig was. Not, not right. really. Didn't, didn't really have a ton to do with it. But, but kind of escalated it as it, as it happened, right? Yeah. Um, so he got five games. Good there. Uh, I mean, five games. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't. I. Yeah. I'm I guess. I guess no. if you're. Yeah. If it, anything, he got the most. He got more than probably anybody that than he should have out of anybody else. Because if you're if we're comparing him to Puig, what basically they were doing the same thing, had the same kind of role. Puig only got three games, and Asuna got five. So. Um, and then you had Kyle Crick uh, with three, and he was he was one of the instigators too. Yeah. So, um, and then you had Trevor Williams, who I, I believe was the guy that uh, was was really barking at Amir Garrett. That Amir Garrett actually That's went after. That's the reason he went after. Right. Um, so he got he got fined. He didn't get suspended, but he got fined, and I believe Chris Archer may have gotten fined too, because um, he he was involved in the whole thing uh, as well. Chris Archer started the whole thing, and I'm sure he was running his mouth. <laughs> So okay, so you're good with Kyle Crick with three games, or should he have gotten more? He was no, he was I'm, pretty vocal in, in getting good, that thing going. Yeah, I'm good with three games. Okay, I think I'm good with three games in any of it. But okay, so now the big I think the biggest one here. Of course, you had Kayla who started the whole thing that night with with the pitch near up near uh, Dietrich's head. Yep, Clint Hurdle, who people have been talking about, David Bell being the biggest one, but people all over baseball really have been talking about. Clint Hurdle, something has to be done about him because he needs to be responsible for all of these happenings that the Pirates have have had throughout the year. Into it. And it's not right. just with the Reds. They this is not this is a this is a normal thing with the Pirates. Right. You, you had uh, Michael Wilbon on ESPN on, on Pardon the Interruption was saying the same thing. Something really drastic needs to happen with Clint Hurdle here because he is responsible for this. And you know, of course, Will Bond's a, a Cubs fan, so sure, there's a little yeah. rivalry there too. But he, but he watches more more Pirates than most of the other teams in baseball because he's a, he's an NL Central guy. So, um, and he was saying that he he feels because you know he knows that Clint Hurt. Well, the Pirates have had problems with their, with a, a lot of other teams, like you said. Yep. Should Clint Hurdle get more than two games or or something else? I mean, should something else happen to him because he is in charge of that team? I think it's more – I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would, I would say that he should get more. But, you know – Do you fly him in? Do you fly him in to – to the offices and sit him That's down the thing. and have I think a, it's more of a I think at some point in time, you know, you tell the manager he's suspended for a few games. I mean, the manager's gonna go, Okay, so I'll sit in the dugout or I'll sit He's I'll gonna sit, sit in his hotel room and eat pizza and watch the game. I mean, but he's gonna make the lineup card and he's gonna sure. tell the guy the bench coach when he wants who to come in and in what situations. They've already got that figured out. So, you know, he's just running he he's already basically got that game planned out. Have you seen the books that these dudes got? Yeah, the, they've got like four binders that are that are four inches thick. The whole game is planned out for every situ, single situation. The manager has already he, for the whole season he's got it all figured out. So I don't know if that's the biggest deal to suspend him for a certain amount of games or whatever. It's more about sitting down and saying, "Listen, we've we've you've got to get a handle on your team about throwing at people." Mm-hmm. Just, just that that needs to stop. Imagine if they played the Braves and Acuna hit a home run off of off of somebody. Jeez, oh, Pete's 
they'd be throwing at him for the next five years. Right. Because that dude might be as bad as anybody. <laughs> Is he? Uh, he's the one against the Reds who, when they were losing the game, hit a bomb and was like bouncing up, pumping his chest and smacking himself and jumping around. And I was watching nuts. that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was in the very first game against the against the uh, against the Braves. Anyway, that's not a point. I mean, that's not that doesn't matter. The Reds didn't hit him. You know, break right. up. It is what it is. Yeah, you, he killed the ball. Oh yeah, you kill it. You kill it. This dude. Speaking of killing the ball. We'll get into that in a little bit. Okay, so then, so let's jump back over to the Reds. David Bell got six games. Is that? I mean, you are you kind of already like said, said like it is what it is, man. Yeah. You you can't you can't come out of the clubhouse onto the field no, to fight s- when you've already been thrown out of the game when you've already been ejected. Can't happen. Cannot uh, happen. Okay, so we're I think we're both good with six games there. Now Amir Garrett got the most of any Reds player. He got eight games. You, are you fine with that? Yeah, I mean he's the. <laughs> I'd been okay if he would have got 10 the same as Caleb because what he did was he he literally he literally just took off running in like for off the the mound into the Pirates dugout like first off that's dumb don't do that that's yeah. Yeah, 25 on 1 that doesn't sound like a very good odds uh number 2 William yeah. Wallace going yeah going exactly exactly no yeah so yeah I'm good with I'm good with what he got I think he I think that was uh, he actually started the fight. Like he made he sure there was li- a physical oh, oh, fight. Oh, that, that was happened. a physical. I mean, it was a legit fight, not a baseball fight. That right. was a legit fight. Um, so yeah, I think I'm all right with that. It is what it is. So then Jared Hughes got three games. He he's the one that came in and hit first pitch, hit Starling Marte, got ejected, walked off the field like it was. He knew what no he was doing. Game. Right. He knew exactly what was going to happen. And he knew what he was doing because he is a veteran. And after the game, he said exactly what he's supposed to say. Man, that slipped. It slipped. Man, it that slipped. Ball got man, away. I, Kayla, Kayla would only got how many games did he get? He got ten. Oh, Jared Hughes got three. Jared, three. Jared Hughes got three. Right. Kayla would have got three if he just would have kept his mouth shut. <laughs> he literally said, "Yeah, yeah, I tried it to was throw a message up at pitch. It. Yeah, <laughs> I was sending a message, a message from April. Yeah, and, and Jared Hughes was also sending a message pitch. He did the same thing. Now it wasn't near his head. That's a little different. Sure, but he actually that's, hit him. And that's another. That's the other thing too. There's a there's a difference between throwing at a guy and throwing at a guy's head. That's a there's a big difference there. And especially if you admit and you say that you were doing that on purpose. Take the ball, run it in, hit him in the lower back, hit him in the butt, hit him wherever in the thigh. That's you know get him in a meaty part of the body and and it is what it is. Walk off. They kick you out. They kick you out. If not, not and just the, then it should be done. That's what sh- that's what we thought all went down back in April. But now now you could make the argument that uh, hit that throwing at Dietrich's head um, is a meaty part of the body because he's a meathead. So uh, oh. you could make that you could make that argument. Now uh, Yasiel Puig got three games. Uh, which Way doesn't matter long. to the Reds because he was traded like 15 minutes before that fight happened, and he was in the fight. Uh, yeah, Cleveland you know, Indian was in the fight. How cool yeah, is that? Yeah, <laughs> there were three teams involved in this three fight. Three teams involved the, in the fight. On the field at the same time. <laughs> First time ever. Um, okay, so we got three. I mean, for, for his role, for yeah, for what we talked thing. about. Yeah, I mean, same thing. Yeah, you got three. I Whatever. He's okay. good. I'm good if, with that. I, I mean, l- like we said. Here's the deal. Puig's going to have your back no matter what. 
Right. Fight breaks can, out. He's the first one out there. We can and, get and into call what. It, call it have your back. Call it he just wants to be in a fight. Call it whatever you want. But if his team gets into something, he's going to be the first one there. That's how he grew up. I'm sure that's how he grew up. That's how it was. And first one and continues it and continues it and continues it. Yeah. So if he got the, if he would have gotten the same start, as brother, Asuna. He wants to finish it. If he, <laughs> Somebody, Garrett might start it, but he's going to finish it. <laughs> um, yeah. So if Puig would have gotten five like Asuna, I would have been fine with that. If Asuna got three like Puig, I think it would have been a little more it would have made a little bit more sense there I think um and Joe Torrey handed these suspensions down and he gave reasons for each one of them um so I, he had his reasons I mean he had his reasons for each guy but uh you know the fact of the matter is everybody's everybody's still playing right now like sure, we said they're all they're all they're waiting appealing. for their appeals yeah. to go through <laughs> I still don't understand the appeal process in a in a league like this. It makes no sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. I I agree with you. Um, and they'll all get like one game less. That's what will happen. You think so? You that, think some of the guys? I, will I, get... I do. I think they'll get like one. Like if you got three games, it'll be two. Five games will be three. Ten games will be seven. It'll be something goofy like that. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense at all. They're just like, oh, you appealed it. Okay, well, just knock a game or two off. You know, just, just serve the suspension. You know it would be great if they appealed and they gave them all like two or three more games. How good would that be? That would be awesome. They're like, you know what, Amir Garrett? Actually, I'm going to knock a couple more on top of that. Yeah. I'm going to get you, you up have to 10. 10 now. Yeah. You're up to 10. <laughs> I, I would, honestly, you, I would have what, no it, problem in with Amir that. Garrett's, in Amir Garrett's situation, what is your appeal? Like when you appeal – Okay, so I'm being suspended for eight. They games. were yelling at me. Like, what are you? What, yeah. What is your argument? What is your argument? I don't know Look, what it man, is. Man, I ran up there. I was really just trying to give that dude a five, like you know, hit the nut. You know what I mean? I was <laughs> yeah. like, you, you're right, brother. I ran up, jumped in the air. I was like, knuckled up, dude. And he, you know, I, he thought I was getting in a fight. You know, what am I it, supposed to do from there? It looked like a Superman punch. It wasn't. We were trying to. I was trying to dap him up. I ran over there to hit the dap, and you know, everybody started. Jumping jumping on me so i had to jump over top of him to make sure i get him <laughs> let me okay let me ask you one more thing about this and then we'll move on would it make sense to you if if they handed down the suspensions and said because the reds play six more games against the pirates this year if they would say you have to everybody you have your certain amount of games your your suspension starts at the next the next game that you play each other what if they make the Jeez, suspensions peace, man that's is so it, you have to play. I mean, they are they're already are going to have to play with like nineteen guys on each team. Well, so you, for for I mean for a certain amount yeah. of time for you know for th three games basically because that's sure. the smallest then, amount of. Right. So then, I mean, I you know whatever I, I'm okay with. That. I, can you, you see want, a scenario where I mean I don't know I don't that, see that happening. I no, think no, if I they don't. do it, it's going to be serve it right now. But I would love to see them actually go. You know what? We're done watching this crap. So you guys, next time y'all play each other, you guys just don't get to play each other. To me, that would make perfect sense. Honestly, I think I think that's something that they should consider because it, I I think that makes the most sense. Who cares if they're not playing against the Braves or the Marlins or whoever? It doesn't matter. There there wasn't an issue there. Right. You can try to make sure that this thing doesn't happen again if you have the guys that were most involved and the guys that were most involved in this one were mostly the same guys who were most involved in the first involved, one too yeah exactly. and of course Puig's not there so that's going to be you know that's a little bit 
that's another that's a guy that's a little you're little you know worried a little bit less about I guess but you still have Garrett you still have all those guys that were giving Garrett a hard time when he gave up the home run and yep. everybody running their mouths and stuff and you know nothing was really resolved now they played that last game that day game after the big fight they played last Wednesday and I, I from what I understand like a couple guys got hit but nothing happened I don't know it must have just been an accident or whatever Look, Dietrich probably got hit again I mean the guy guy's been hit like 487 <laughs> times this year I don't think it I don't think it was Dietrich that got hit but but yes he has been he's leading the I think he's leading all of baseball yeah, in getting he hit. is so um but I think I really believe that that would make sense. I don't know if there's a rule, if like it's actually in the rule book that when you when you serve a suspension, it's for the next games, you know, either right up front or after your appeal is heard. Um, but to me, I, if they have the authority, I think baseball should come down and say, okay, you guys have six six games left. Uh, you know, Amir Garrett, you're missing all. You're missing. Your next two games right now against whoever you play, which would be the Cubs right now, and then you're missing the last the, your last six games. You're missing against the Pirates. The last six, the last two series, six games against them. Th- those are your last six games. So I I just think that makes sense, and I I don't see a reason why they wouldn't do that. I agree with you that it's not going to happen. It's but. not going to happen. But I think I, I if they did that, I would think that would actually be pretty funny. I, I would enjoy, a good, I would kind of enjoy. I would just. I'd get a little chuckle out of it. I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't know. That it's going to make that big of a, a deal. Maybe if it was like you know, the Cubs and the Cardinals, and that went down, and you got some big dogs missing in a huge series against each other. You know, oh. top two guys in the division, the top two teams. You know, two and a half games separate them, and you got a four game series, and now you. You know, some of your team's not going to be there for three. Some of them won't be there for any of it. That could be a big deal. But the next time the Reds play, the Pirates the Pirates are completely out of it anyway. The, so The Pirates are, but the Reds, the way they're playing right sure. now, they're, they're kind of working the their way, way they're playing right now. In. And the, 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 the way that their starting rotation has turned – what their starting rotation has turned into is – so so let's let's transition into this. So let's just go. Uh, uh, the the fight's over. Bow tied. Right. Can we tie the bow? We tied it up. The ribbon's done. I'm good. We're gonna get into it again someday, but I'm sure. But uh, uh, on, on August 23rd, they play again in Pittsburgh. We'll probably talk about it around then. So when when Chris Archer does something stupid. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, this 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 starting rotation has become one of the best i mean it was already one of the best in major league baseball one of the top five it's just it's gotten better yes alex wood is here and he's pitching great sunny gray out of his mind has been for a while now roark gets he's, he's had his ups and downs but i mean for the most part that dude is consistently good and you know throw a guy trevor bauer in that dude's a horse that dude should be throwing 140 pitches every game you hear me bell <laughs> he should be throwing 140 pitches every game. There's no reason he shouldn't be. Luis Castillo said his uh Castillo his threw 120. That's 120 right. 120 pitches, 119, whatever. Let him throw the he let him throw the 7th and he struck out the side in the 7th. Good job, for, son. For also a career high 13, 13 strikeouts. strikeouts. Yeah, so you know what when you got a guy on fire just mowing mows down the side to end the 7th inning, 120 pitches. Yeah, we'll take him out. Yeah, and, and especially right now when Amir Garrett isn't pitching that great. No, David Hernandez is pitching horribly. Um, there's a, there's another 
maybe another guy or two that aren't aren't great right now. And there are a few guys that are. David Hernandez well. is horrible. He is. David Hernandez right has no reason being on this team right now. Right. He was zero reason being on it for the last three weeks. It's right. been three weeks. Yeah. And he was, which is which is weird to think that that's how quickly you can lose your job because he was he was great pretty much all last year and he was really good for the first yeah. what four months three yeah. three months or whatever of this season but listen sometimes you need to get sent down to work on something you you can't work on something in a major league baseball game when your team and i hate to say this is in a race and but you know four and a half games out of the wild card is you're you're in it right there's a lot of baseball to play they have 13 series that they're playing 13 series left that's a lot of baseball, brother. Yes. You yep. can make up four and a half games in no time. You win if you win 11 out of 13 series, which is, I mean, there's no reason that you couldn't say that, that you can't say they won't because of how good their pitching is, right? Their starting pitching is. Yes. And their offense is hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. So if you win 11 out of 13, you 100% have an opportunity of being a wild card or even being on top of your division at this point. Yeah, if most of those wins are again, because you still have a lot of divisional games. It's, yes. It's, yeah, they, I mean, they do have a chance to play their way even more back in. And it's funny to say that because they're still like five five four games, games under, under 500. Four games four under, games? 58 and 54, I yeah. believe. So, so it's it's weird to think that they're really technically still in, in the race. They're still yeah. in contention for a possible playoff spot. It's it's they're going to have to finish above 500 but, certainly. But I'm saying if you can come out and run a string of five series in a row together that you win, I'm not talking about winning 12 in a row. I'm talking about hitting, you know, 3 out of 4 against the Cubs, mm-hmm. hitting 2 out of 3 against Arizona, hitting, you know, these are all they've got some some games against people that are above them in the wild card race. They also have a lot of games against dead last teams in their divisions. This is an opportunity for the Reds to do some damage. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and you mentioned the uh, Cubs series coming up this weekend. It's a four-game series here in Cincinnati. Big time, big time. So if, you know, if they get swept four games by the Cubs in four, you know, in four days, we're going to be talking like, ah, I guess, it, you know, I guess we were tricked. It's just not going to work out this year. But if they go three and one in that series, we're going to be like, man, yes, this team really is rolling and, and we have got something going here and we've got a really good opportunity here. So, you know, the difference between three wins or three losses in the next four games against this, against yeah. this Cubs team is going to, uh, you know, write the narrative for next week. We, we've been saying that, dude, but we've been saying that for a month. Well, we've well been here saying we go that, against. Well, here come this Cardinal series. This Cardinal series is going to yeah. tell us if we're going to have a if we're going to be buyers or sellers. This series here is going to tell us what we're going to do. But it's there's a lot of baseball left. Yeah. It's not just this Cub series. Don't get me wrong. This is your opportunity to to make up some ground. Mm-hmm. But it's not just this Cub series. Right. If you if you don't win this, if you if you lose three out of four, that's going to suck. It's going to put you way behind. But that. I mean, you still have wild cards out there, or even if you split, let's three out of four is going to hurt you. But if you split it, that's not a ter- I mean, that's not terrible. No, no, that's I was terrible. They split with with the Braves over the weekend, and I was I was happy with that. There was a four game series against the Braves, and they split with them. And I was like, the Braves are a really good team. It was in Atlanta, and they split with them. I mean, that's you're putting yourself in a decent position. You do you play that you play well enough against a really good team at their place in a four game series and you split 
you know, and then you, as long as you take care of business, which they did, they came here and, and swept a two game series against the, uh, the angels just, you know, the last two days. Yeah. It's, that's when you that's when you do your damage like you said and then they play the pirates six more times that's the pirates have become one of the worst teams in baseball now so that's what you have to beat up on those teams you have to you have to get those got two two out of threes three out of threes stuff like that right those have to be sweeps or two out of three you have to win those series and then and then if you can split you can go two out of three or you know you can afford maybe a one out of three against or another really good team that's like at the top of the division that you don't have to necessarily jump over for the wild card you know you can handle one or two of those but like you said you're going to have to win most of your series for the rest of the season yes but like you said also like you said not impossible the way they're playing right now no so this Cup Series coming up, it's Players Weekend. Real quick, uh, yes. fan question for you. Let's do it. Brad Ellis yes. comes in, chiming in on the chat board. Ben Jarvis, Brad Ellis. Ben Jarvis, Brad Ellis. Man, I just said that, and I, I'm pretty impressed that I was able to say that because that's like a tongue twister. My tongue's always twisted. Anyway, dash, uh, dash Dan Horde. Dash Dan Horde. Hey, uh, so the question is, speaking of Reds pitching, mm-hmm. And relief pitching. What relief pitchers or relief pitcher do you currently trust coming out of the bull when he comes out of the bullpen? Boy, um, that's you know Michael Lorenzen's been pitching. It seems like every single day. Yep. And for the most part, he's been pretty good. He's had one or two that have hurt, but. Right. That's the one. Old horse mouth is the only one that I think I can. The dude's built like a horse. He's got a mouth like a horse. He's that's tough, but yeah, like a horse. I know what you. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but I, I honestly I think right now because I I trust him more than Garrett. I trust him more than Iglesias. I trust him more obviously than David Hernandez. You know, Lucas Sims has pitched pretty well out of the bullpen too so, so far. So what about Iglesias? I mean, it went. <laughs> I honestly don't really trust him ever. Honestly, we haven't really trusted it. between the two of us. We haven't trusted Iglesias since the beginning of the season, right? Right. Yeah. I, I, I when just they don't. re-signed Iglesias, I immediately said I don't trust that guy. Yeah. No. I. I. I we've been talking the last two years about hoping, yeah. to, hoping for him to get traded at the deadline, not because we don't like him or he's not a good pitcher or whatever, but because we would have gotten some sort of value out of him. He was one of the better relievers for the last couple of years. And they could have gotten something for him, right? But I think right now, unless there's somebody I'm not thinking of, and there probably is, but right now I think Michael Lorenzen for me. I mean, is it is it somebody else for you? No, it's just Michael Lorenzen and Michael Lorenzen only. I mean, he's yeah. the only guy I trust coming out. David Hernandez, not at all. I see David Hernandez, and I see leads leads going away, uh, or at least you know every time he comes in, he gives up two runs. Um, Jared Hughes has even kind of struggled a little bit. He has, I mean, and you know, Gar- Amir Garrett would would have was the only other guy for a long time, and and he struggled a little bit here lately. But I still put Garrett. In. I think I still trust Garrett. I still trust him. I, he 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 struggled a couple outings. I still trust Garrett. I'm throwing him in there with Lorenzen. Okay. Okay. Yep. We'll, we'll see. I mean, he's got a chance to. Of course, he's gonna once his his uh, suspension comes down officially and his appeal is heard and everything. Um, and he gets that 10 games instead of eight that we were talking about, uh, he's going to have a long time to get to sit there and watch and kind of think about what's you know what he needs to do. And hopefully he takes this, by the way, the same way that Tucker Barnhart did because Tucker Barnhart was hurt. 
He, he was on the back. injured list. Woo. He came back, and in nine games, he has nine RBIs, and fire. that guy's on fire. Fire. And he talked about it yesterday. He had two home runs yesterday, and he talked about it after the game, and he said, you know, I had a chance to kind of sit and reset and watch all these great players. And those that's what I love, love, love that he was saying that, that, you know, he had a chance to try to learn from watching the other great players. You know, watching Votto every day, and of course he gets to see that anyway. But the other great players that you play against, you sure. know, the the, the, sure. the Freddie Freemans and all these other guys yeah. that you Ronald Acuna Jr. Right, yeah, Acuna. It, how are you saying? Every that? team has one or two guys that yeah. you can really like. You know, are really learn good ball players, hitters that you can learn something from. And he did. He's like, I feel good. I changed a couple things up that I that I picked up from other guys, and and that's that's why I'm feeling so good. So hopefully Garrett. Uh, takes that same opportunity and can can kind of think about watch a lot of film and stuff like that and and, and watch some of the other really good relief pitchers um, and, and see about you know mixing up pitches and and how you know situations and stuff like that and and uh, figure out what he might be able to do a little differently to be a little bit more solid. All right. So can you pronounce the uh, the newest member of the outfield? Can you pronounce his first name? Aristides. Oh, Aristides, Aristides Aquino. Aristides, nice. I can't say that. He's uh, speaking Aristides. of red hot, dude. The Punisher is there. Remember how we were talking about nicknames and how nobody has good nicknames anymore. Yeah, my man's got a nickname. That's a nickname. The Punisher. The Punisher. I like that. That's a. It's like that a cobra. superhero or something. Who cares? Or? The Cobra's an animal. Okay, Dave. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> when that dude hits it. He punishes it. Man. That is a good nickname. I like that nickname. We haven't had a really good nickname in a while. Boom. Done. Speaking of nicknames. Speaking of nicknames. We are coming up on players do think, weekend. Do you think do you think that guy has trouble seeing the ball? Why would he have trouble? I don't know. He's got to face the pitcher all the way, so he's got both eyes on him. It's the weirdest-looking batting stance I've ever seen in my life. But I've heard guys about Eric, guys doing that. Sure, yeah. Beltran, or, uh, Beltran did it for a while. A couple other guys did. But the he's his hands might be – he might have the fastest hands since Eric Davis as a Cincinnati Red. That's the uh, comparison that he's drawing a lot. I, uh, I haven't heard anybody say that, but when I watch him, that's what I see with his hands. His I'll tell hands you. are Eric Davis. That's a yeah, you're right. And because I I heard a, a few different people compare him mostly because he's just built like him and he's wearing 44 right now, which is hard for me to see. But um <laughs> because it should be retired, but he is. He he's he's tall, lanky, but he's got some strength. He's stronger than he looks like he would be like yeah. Eric Davis was, and he does have really quick hands, really quick wrists. And bat speed is he phenomenal. Do, it, it does. And I, oh. I thought about that, and I noticed kind of a similar, like just not necessarily his stance or whatever, but just just his hands looked the same when he hit a home run yes. the other night. The whip the right. whip that comes out. His hands are low. They come through low. Every The, the way ED's hands – he would start low, he'd get that hitch, but everything was low with him, and that's how this guy's hands are. And, boy, when he hits him, good night. Adios, amigos. So he so he goes by the Punisher right now. Yes, great nickname. This weekend, we will see different names on the backs of the players' jerseys because it's players' weekend. Uh, they get to have a little fun. I, To be honest with you, I don't know what else they do for players' weekend, but – I know they can put whatever nickname they want. I'm sure within reason. Sure. Um, sure they <laughs> on, have to be approved. Right. Uh, on the backs of their jerseys. 
We're going to go through the Reds real quick, okay. and I will tell you the nickname and see if you can guess. You already know one of them. I know one. I know the the only one that I know is is a, a fun one for me. I I really like uh, Abbott and Costello. So Joey Votto is who, right? So who is on first? Exactly. And I thought that was pretty clever too. Yeah. Can you tell me who who do you think meat sauce? He's gonna have meat sauce meat on sauce. the back of his Dimitri head. Young. No uh, meat sauce. <laughs> Not meat hook. Meat sauce. Meat sauce. I'm gonna call meat sauce Derek Dietrich. That would be Josh Van Meter. Oh, Josh Van Meter. Meter. You didn't tell me how they spelled it. You didn't tell me how they spelled it. He spells it M-E-A-T, oh, and that's oh, not okay. how his last name is spelled. But <laughs> well, that's, that's that's just a play on on the sound okay. of his last name, All I right. guess. Um, beef. Beef. Uh, beef. Another, I'm gonna go another meat themed nickname. I'm gonna go uh, with beef. I'm gonna go. I got the Reds uh, roster pulled up. I'm going with Tucker Barnhart. That's incorrect. That would be Brian O'Grady. <laughs> Brian O'Grady, newcomer. Okay, two two fifteen, six two two fifteen. He's he's got some beef on him. Got uh, some plus, beef. Oh yeah, beef O'Grady's, beef O'Brady's. Right. That's uh, I think Man. that's where, where it comes in. All right, now I got to start actually putting play on word things together. Yeah. Here. All right, let's do it. Okay, how about ostrich? Uh, Kyle Farmer. He's a, he's an ostrich farmer. <laughs> oh hey, I'm trying. Bad, I'm that's trying. That's not a bad guess. I'm trying. But it's Jared Hughes. Oh, okay. I can see. I, he does kind of look like an ostrich. I think you're going to know this one because it's just the guy's Twitter handle. Count on AG. Uh, it's got to be Amir Garrett. That's correct. Uh, this also is part of this guy's, at least his uh, Instagram name, I think. But he goes by Magic. Ooh, Magic. Hmm, Magic, 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 Magic. I'm gonna go with I'm I'm going with uh, Nick Senzel. That would be Philip Irvin. This is so like none I know, of these I, nicknames <laughs> make any sense at all. I agree all right. with you. All right, this is fun. Right. Let's do two more. Okay. Two, oh, okay. Two more. Oh wait, okay, how many more I'm, do you got? How many more oh, you got? I mean, they've got everybody on here. Well, let's just do just find uh, find find two more. Let's find two more. Okay. Three more. What let's, time is it? Let's do. I, this oh, no, one doesn't got, make sense either. We're good. We got we got two minutes. A okay. minute. We got one minute. Let's do bird. Bird. B-I-R-D, bird. B-I-R-D, bird. I'm scrolling down here, bird. Man, I would have said Jared Hughes when I looked at There's that. that. Uh, I'm going to go Lucas Sims. Lucas Sims. For some reason, it's Jesse Winker. What? Uh, Jesse, Jesse Winker. Winker does not look like a bird. All right, next, go. Uh, okay, how about this one? Bob. <laughs> He's going to have Bob. Robert Stevenson. That's very good. good. They call him Bob. Very I've, good. They call him Bob. I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, come on, you come know, on. we got some time. We got time. We got okay. time. Give me some more. Uh, how about um, see a couple of these guys? Aristides Aquino just has Aquino. Sonny Gray just has Gray. I like it. I mean, yeah, why would like, you not yeah. do some play on Sonny? You know, like yeah. I, hey, yeah, in I, Phil, just are, in Philadelphia or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There are a lot of guys that are using emojis that will have emojis on their backs. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of the Reds. This like is the a poop strange emoji. One. That's what I would use. <laughs> the poop emoji. Yeah. Um, this one's weird. My little ones. That's just some guy who's got little kids. Like yeah. that's not a nickname. I, that's not. That's I not know. A it's nickname. Jose Peraza. Peraza you got to come up with something. It, it have way to be Peraza because I don't know why. Lil, Lil Senzel. Um, Lil Senzel. Come yeah. on, you could do better than that. Lil Sens. Yeah, it should be Lil Sens. I like Lil Sens better. You got disco, everybody. Disco, knows. everybody. Yep, yep. 
Anthony Discofani. You got Farm Dog. Ah, uh, that's gonna be Kyle Farmer. Exactly. Anything else good in there? No, I I'm, I was disappointed in the Reds. I think Vado's who is is what the Suarez? best one. What Suarez? Uh, let's see. Eugenio Suarez is Bully Bamba Suarez. Oh, Billy Bamba <laughs> Suarez, because that's what it sounds like when they when they announce him. Gosh, I wish I could remember that guy that did the Heidi Heidi Ho thing. Heidi 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 Heidi. Yeah, see, you know it. Heidi 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 That guy was awesome. Okay, so anyway. Were there any good ones that you saw outside of the Reds? You know what? There were actually there were a bunch of really good ones, but not really like spectacular. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There okay, so there were. Why is it? Key, why is he not the Punisher? I don't know. I I mean, yeah, that would make sense he for him to put that up. on the back. He got of called his, up too late or something, maybe. And I don't they know. Just put I his mean, name everybody on else, it. Brian O'Grady or whatever, has the beef. Yeah, he's got one. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Yeah, a few other ones. There's Big Fudge. Big Fudge. Big Fudge like for the it. Houston Astros. Big Jake, Fudge. Jake Marisnik. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Maniolator. Sean Manaya. Omar Manaya. Omar Manaya. Sean Manaya. Um, <laughs> Ken Giles for the Blue Jays is 100 Miles Giles. <clears throat> I don't know. Jerry Blevins for the Braves. On the back of his jersey, he is going to have Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. It's going to say it three times. Three of them. J E R dash R Y. Three kids with a dollar sign as the S on kids. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's Lorenzo Kane, who is a father of three. There you go. Uh, you got Jeez, whole, uh, Cole Ham- Lorenzo Kane, his nickname should be Coke. Coke. Yeah, cocaine. Uh, cocaine. Uh, nice. Man, That's come very on. Good. See, you're better at finding nicknames for guys who like have all the pretty time sure, in the world. Pretty sure Coke didn't uh, didn't pass the uh, <laughs> didn't pass the Major League Baseball board. Maybe not. <laughs> he could just say like, "Oh, I really like Coca-Cola." Yeah, Coca. Uh, anyway, you said, uh, Cole Hamels is Hollywood. That's not that original. Um, all right. I don't know. Uh, oh, I know one. Got one. All right, let's go for the Dodgers. Former Red Christopher Negron. You know what he's going to have on the back of his jersey this weekend? I can't wait to hear. Nagran James. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I like knew. that one. That's good. <laughs> I knew you would. Oh, okay. Shane Bieber. Oh, right? yeah. Justin. It's gonna say, it has to do something with Justin Bieber. It says Bieber. not Justin. <laughs> not Justin. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, too. Uh, let's see. You got, uh, the, uh, you know, Max Scherzer. Last year he went with Blue Eye. For the second year in a row, and missed an absolute layup this year. He's dunking at home. Oh, he's gonna be a yellow eye or brown eye. He's got two different color it's, eyes. It's oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, you didn't know that. I did not know. Remember, because they said he'll be when he when he got uh, something happened. What happened where he had a black eye? Something and it the, changed the color of his. No, oh. no, 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 no. He ended up with a black eye this year. I can't remember how it happened, but they said he'll be the first pitcher ever to pitch with three different color eyes. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's brown eye is one that could be a little controversial. <laughs> like that, but you know, ah. that, like I said, he did blue eye two years in a row, and they're like, he's like, look, man, I got two eyes. I keep trying to get brown eye in here. I got two different color eyes. I did blue eye two years in a row. I can't he's, do it he again. He snuck that one past the approvers. I can't do it again. His brown eye. He said he had to put an appeal in for that. He had an argument. <laughs> Unlike Amir yeah. Garrett. Uh, let's see. Amir I, Garrett. Amir Garrett. Nerd power. With a nerd face emoji. What's a nerd face emoji look I like? I think it's like has like the black uh, square glasses. With like tape in the middle or something? Which Eric Sogard, who okay. wears those glasses, glasses on the... Right. So anyway. That's yeah. good. That's Dr. Chill, the lettuce emoji, <coughs> Scoots Magoots. Um, Evan Marshall for the White Sox. On the back of his jersey, it's going to say Forgetting Sarah. Ah, uh, Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Anyway... Those are really the the decent ones. Um, so it's going to be, I don't know, some of those will be kind of funny to see on the, on the field. But All right. So so putting a – I kind of like this, putting a bow, putting a ribbon in stuff. So let's put, we'll put a little ribbon inside of our uh, – inside of the baseball talk for today. Uh, it was mostly Reds talk, and, and it's going to be mostly Cincinnati podcast today, but uh, it is what it is. Um, so at the end of the podcast last week, Yes. Uh, I turned it on, flipped, uh, listened to it uh, after I after I'd called in, listened to it, and you had mentioned that we had a uh, we had someone send you a gift to the podcast. That's correct. I felt like that's how you know when when your show or your podcast has kind of hit it. Mm-hmm. Not that we're you know, but hey, you know what listen, I'm saying. Dude, like you know, we have we have some regular listeners. Millions, yeah, 100. percent We do. We have regular listeners, and uh, and one gentleman who listens to the podcast all the time. Um, he was listening a couple of weeks ago when I was out. Okay, you had you and Joe Leonard were talking U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. Yeah, and soccer in general. Okay, nice. So this can be a soccer huge thing. soccer guy. Yeah, huge soccer okay, guy. Good, he and his good. dad both huge soccer guys. And uh, he's a soccer referee. Okay. Um, also, I believe also an attorney. Oh, so, so he was right. he had a, the, he was all in on that the podcast. double interest. He yeah, was all in on that podcast. Wonder if he's a litigator. Found out that's what Joe is. Yeah, a litigator. Our, buddy, right. our friend, not, our friend Joe. I didn't I didn't know there was different types of attorneys. Yeah. I thought you know you went into to a turn aside different like you know you <laughs> turn be, aside. I you could be a, you could be a you could be you can turn aside for <laughs> for divorces you can turn aside for businesses i knew there was that but i didn't know there was different types of attorneys there's a litigator mm-hmm. and uh joe leonard you're going to have to help us out with what the other ones are and whatever uh denzel washington was in the movie philadelphia i don't know um nice but you Tom <laughs> cruise so uh tom hanks was no, in that I, movie. I was going to say Tom Cruise he in was, that in that movie oh, where a you few know, good men. There you go, a few good there men. Go. That's it. You can't handle the truth. Okay, I'm Jack done. Nicholson. I'm done. I'm done. Very good. So anyway, this was uh, a gift was passed on to you because you mentioned in that podcast that there was something that that you uh, that caught your attention that referees use in soccer games. Yes, yes. Did he send? Oh, tell me we got some white. Shaving cream or something. Holy cow. Look at this. There you have it. That's Vanishing. Edge Pro. Vanishing referee spray. Control the game with Ref Edge Pro. 
This is awesome. I'm going to I'm going to shake this well. I'm going to invert and I'm going to spray on the field. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you got to you got cake marking spray. Maybe maybe take a little video of it when you do that. Oh, you may, maybe you're going to do it right now. Okay. Oh, the, uh, we got yeah. a nice little white line down here. I, I think it might take a few minutes. That's okay. Well, so, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure it does. So, so well, first of all, stand there for an hour and play around with the ball first. So right. So so let me give a shout out to Johnny Brig. Oh, right? Johnny Brig, Johnny little Johnny, Brig, Big Johnny, J- Junior, Junior. Okay. So he he passed it on to his dad, who passed it on to another guy that listens every week. Eric Big Xavier Gagnon. fans as well, by the yes. way. Huge Eric Gagnon, John Brig, Big Xavier fans. You see him at the game sometimes. Yes. Uh, uh, season ticket holders. And uh, I play basketball with them in a league every every summer. Uh, our last week is this week, actually coming up on Sunday. So, um, but but Eric talks to me about the podcast every week, and John uh, listens when he's with his son Johnny. Yeah, John Jr. Um, it's almost they, gone, by the way. They listen. There it is. It's, it's going it's away. Disappearing. It's almost gone. And uh, so anyway, so John, they were listening to it, awesome and and uh, Johnny said, "Hey, you know what? I got an extra can of that in my referee bag. Here you go, Dad. Give this to uh, give this to Adam. So, so awesome. So uh, to give to give to Chris. One so to five minutes, depending on application. There you go. Man. We'll see how it does on yeah. carpet because that's what we just, <laughs> just did it on. It on. Hey, listen, I feel <laughs> like it's the Rum Dumb Studio carpet, dude, man. That's what it's for. Yeah, I feel like it needed to be used right away, or else I, I, I you know, we wouldn't be uh, handling the present correctly. Right, Johnny Junior. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm going to. Uh, I'm. I'm. You're going to have fun playing I'm with gonna that play in the with, backyard. I'm going to play with this that. a lot, and then we are going to put it in the studio. Uh, the empty can, what's left of the Ref Edge Pro. That will become I, a permanent part of this studio. Yes, and I can't wait to see you or you and your dad. Definitely your dad. I see him all the time. We'll see you guys at the Xavier Games. Uh, same place, same time, same spot as always. Halftime, you know, before, after games on the good side. And, and thank you to Johnny and Eric Gagnon. Eric, for, Johnny. Yeah, for listening, you. for listening every week as far as I know. Um, Eric is uh, Eric is leading the angry mob who has not gotten their T-shirts yet, and um, they are uh, he 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 actually he actually came at me with a pitchfork uh, last John week. John Brig was li- is listening actually right nice. now. Nice, yes, 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 sir. So uh, he gave up the two hand. Uh, it was an emoji. Nice. It, it's two hands. I don't. What do you call this thing? It's two hands with some dots between them. Is it is it senior or junior? Junior. Okay, good. All right. So anyway, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Johnny, for listening, um, and for the gift for uh, for Chris to play with, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was super awesome. I was so excited all week to give you that because I knew Edge, you would love it, dude. Ref Edge Pro might be might become a new sponsor of the Nosebleed oh, Sports Podcast. It might. We gotta yep. talk. We, yeah, we gotta make some calls. And, Shake uh, well, invert spray field, control the line <laughs> by design. Ref Edge allows you to vary the width and duration of temporary lines. Move the nozzle rapidly to reduce both foam. Anyway. Hey, thanks for the sponsor, Ref Edge. <laughs> All right. Ref Edge Pro, vanishing referees. This is awesome. I, I know. I just thought it was shaving cream. <laughs> I did. I thought it's they a, just threw shaving cream down there. Specific, look, it's basically gone. Yep. It's Might pretty well much gone. gone. Yep. Yep. That's cool. That's anything that I disappears. Dude, disappearing foam. That's cool. That is awesome. You know, I, f- I feel like I should put this stuff on my skin. Maybe I can get it to maybe I can get my Mexican rash to disappear. So speaking of that, you were on vacation in Mexico last week. Yes, I was. I and, was. Uh, for 
you were there for your anniversary, correct? Ten years. Ten years. Thank you, Aaron, Very somehow for putting impressive. up with me. I don't know how you've done it these for these years. I she don't really know how either. She really doesn't put up with me. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. She really doesn't put up she with me. She puts you in your place when you need to be. All the time. Which is, which is a good thing. Pretty much constantly. Which is a good thing. That's what you need. That's what we all need, actually. Way. But you did. Your very lovely wife, Aaron, and you and, and a couple friends, right, went down to Mexico, uh, enjoyed a little time away, right? Yeah. Um, d- n- now, you mentioned these uh, these bugs, these, like, grasshoppers, right, that were the size Dude, of, I think you said, like, I told an elephant. You, I, it, the grasshopper was the size of this Ref, ref Edge Pro Can, oh, dude. Like, that's the size of my hand. It's the size of my hand. I, these, I, these things are monsters. I can't do like little tiny bugs the and they size fly right of nothing. Up to you, dude. They just they fly. That's the other thing. They That's flying oh, grass. No, 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 no. They fly right up. Boom! Sit right there. You I, walk right up to them. Big problem with that. This guy. Yeah. I will never, ever, ever go to Mexico because of what you just told me. Because of some grasshoppers. Dude, the grasshoppers are phenomenal in Mexico. <laughs> do they, I mean? Do they pose any kind of like? Do, do they? Do they fly on you? Will they land on you? Will they? No, nope, didn't have one land on me at least. Okay. However, however, there are some uh, little guys they call uh, 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 cooties or something like that. No, wait, what, what were they called? I can't really really remember, but they got like anteater snouts and they look like the body of a oh, the body of a like a monkey or something. No, 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 it's the body of a raccoon, and oh, they're basically yeah. just little raccoons, and they're all over the place. All over the place. They come right up to you. They get into you know they they they're running underneath the 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 little beds on the beach and all that stuff. It was crazy. Okay, even bigger problem. Way bigger problem. I got some with cool that. videos of them just running right by me. Oh my god! Aaron gave one a high five. What? Yeah, it just sat there and did a little dance for her, so she gave it a high five. Yeah, it was nuts. I mean, are they, and they, then he, the iguanas were like three and a half feet long. See, see, I don't. Why? I mean. They just walk all over. How the place. are people not being attacked constantly down there by by what an weird iguana? wildlife? Do iguanas even have teeth? I don't think yeah, they even have teeth. They're lizards. They have giant claws and giant uh, fangs. They definitely, they don't that, have fangs that no. sink into your neck whenever they want they to. They eat vegetation or bugs. Yeah, yeah, bugs that land on my neck and they go get that swallowed bug. up Dude, by the iguanas. I would have loved to have seen that. Man, I'm. I don't do insects or animals of any kind <laughs> near me, so uh, that sounds like a nightmare to me. But you know, it was one of those all-inclusive resorts, correct? That's correct. I it mean, was. you had you had a good time. Oh yeah, you were in the pool. Swim up lot, bar, stuff like swim that. up bar. There's no reason to leave the pool. It's swim the up greatest bar. thing. Yep, swim up so bar. So you, so you were in the pool a lot of a lot of the time. Like seven hours, eight hours a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Seven wow. hours, eight hours a day. Never and got you, out. You, you, I did get out once a day to go get tacos. To get tacos, but you didn't say to go to the bathroom. Oh, what do you got to go to the bathroom for? You got a big old giant one sitting there you're swimming oh, in the whole time. My goodness! Don't tell me you never peed in a pool. Look, if I've if I've urinated in a pool, it was when I was a little kid. Wow. Well. Yeah. There, well, I, don't come to my house because <laughs> I set up a float. I set up a floating cooler, and I just float in the pool for a few hours. I I knocked back six, seven of them, and hey, is what it is. I mean, was there was there not that blue dye in the pool? There don't they ain't have that no stuff? blue dye. That's just no? on the movies. What's that movie called? No. Parents, grandparents, uh, old parents, what? funny parents. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Chris Rock and uh, uh, Kevin James. Oh, 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 yeah. 
Oh, I know what you're talking about. And Adam Sandler Adam and David Sandler, Spade and David Rob Spade, Schneider. There you go. Um, yes. Um, doesn't grown happen. Ups. Grown doesn't ups happen. Is what it's called. At least it didn't happen to me. My clear, my pee must have just been super clear. <laughs> well, that's good because if the water's blue and your pee is yellow, you're going to have a little green pool around you, right? I mean, you're going to have a little green. I, I had nothing, man. I was just, you just go. You just Nobody go knew because the, the, the pool was like 90 degrees. 98 degrees so you know you just so, go and go man it's so let me ask you this if you're doing that why don't you think everybody else is doing what, that well yeah i definitely th- i so know i know in that group listen by the time we were done we had the jellies in this uh we had chris and molly these guys hanging out with it hey, i'm pretty sure that i ain't see anybody else getting out of the pool Maybe one, maybe one of the girls would get out every now and then, but it wasn't very often. Because the girls are classy and they go to the bathroom. No, to go to the they bathroom. were doing it too. Everybody does it. It is what it is. If I, if I called you out and said your name on this podcast, I apologize if I just did that. <laughs> but like I said, maybe everybody else got out. I know I didn't. <laughs> so, so you're not bothered at all by knowing that other people might be peeing in the pool that you are there's so much floating chlorine. around. Dude, and there's so in. much chlorine there. By the time it comes out, it's already dead. You think? No, you think yeah. the chlorine kills That's what it's for. Yeah. other people's pee that yeah. are climbing all, all over yeah, you all the and stuff in that pee? Yeah, it's done. It's just basically water coming out, or beer, or alcohol, or whatever <laughs> you just drank. <laughs> That's even worse. Hey, go. Maybe I should have been drinking the water too. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. What are you gonna do? I haven't been in a pool in like 20 years, but yeah. next time I get in a pool, next time I know I'm gonna be in a pool, I'm gonna eat a ton of asparagus before I go in there. Just <laughs> <laughs> think that pool. And up. I'm gonna drink as many colored liquids as I can, and uh, I'm gonna see what I can make. There you go, man. That sounds good. That's uh. <clears throat> so I mean. Your trip to Mexico sounded incredible for you. It sounded horrible, really awful for me. Yeah. Um, you would have so. never liked it because it, 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 it entailed sun. Yeah. It entailed being outside. Mm-hmm. It entailed uh, a pool. And animals. Yeah, animals yeah. around. Yeah, that's pretty much Yeah, boy, pretty oh much uh, Adam's. Adam's, uh, these are a few of my least favorite things. Yeah, they really, truly are. And I'm going to sing that all week long as I think about uh <laughs> Animals peeing in a pool, being all over the place. It is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, so you apologize uh, if hey if you if you're if you're offended by that, please comment below. Okay, there you go. <laughs> comment on yeah. Comment on Facebook Live. Throw us a comment on hey whatever you're listening to, man. Or whatever. Yeah, whatever you listen to, just throw a comment on whatever you're listening to. Let us know what you think. About peeing in the pool. Let me ask you You're one more thing. You're only cool if you pee in the pool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. Let me ask you one more thing about vacation. Yes. Because I'm going to be going on a vacation in October. Holy cow. You're going on a vacation? I'm going on I a vacation. I like flying across vac- the country. Wow. I didn't know you got vacation. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I elected to take a vacation. Good for you. About time. Yeah. Thank Where are you, you going to? Cross country? I'm going to California to see Cali. our relatives. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Happy um, uh, happy wedding day. Yes. Uh, to Uncle Danny. And so um, I'm very excited. I'm excited to see all of our family out there and to go hang out and go somewhere else and do yeah, you know, a couple side and couple walk big things I'm excited about. Yeah, and, I'm yeah. gonna try to I'm gonna try to work in while I'm there that I'm excited about. Um, let me ask you about packing. Okay, let's talk about it. Well, 
I think everybody has a different idea about how they how they want to pack for a trip. Okay. Right? You're going to ask you're me gonna, how I pack for a trip. If, All if, right. This should if, be good. If, if you're going to be gone for – how you were gone for what? Five, six, six, six days. Six days. Okay. I'm going to be gone for uh, five, let's see, Thursday, Friday, yeah, Saturday, Yeah, but I pretty Sunday, much just brought a Speedo. Monday, Tuesday. Which we mentioned last week, by the way, Joe and I mentioned last week that I was I was actually a little worried about you because before we talked to you on Wednesday, did I show you the picture? I, I, I had not you? received my oh. my my picture, well, my vacation picture of you man. in a speedo. So well, I got I one. I actually, so did I tell you what I did? I don't think so. Okay, so real quick before you get into packing, so uh, the the other two people that were going to the same place as us from here. Um, they, uh, uh, buddy of mine, Mr. Brian Frimming, was going with us, uh, and I decided I it was going to buy him the exact same speedo that I have. Jeez! <laughs> oh, so I got on Amazon, I sent it to his house, and I labeled it "Big Sexy Brian Frimming." <laughs> and did he wear it? He did wear it. Wow! He ran. He he kept saying he was going to do it. I think it was like finally got the Thursday, and one day just because I would just randomly just dip down low in the pool, take my pants off, throw them at somebody, and then jump up and get on a ledge and do a backflip in the pool with my Speedo. Just be kind of funny for a minute. Randomly out of the blue, my man just gets out of the pool, drops his drawers, flings them directly at me with his foot. It was perfect. (laughs) So great. We got a nice little picture outside of the pool together. I'm just going to say, I'll post it up on the Facebook page. Uh, uh, You tell me who filled that that Speedo out there. (laughs) Um, I'm going to try not to make an assessment uh, of that nature. I'm going to just, I'm just going to look at it and probably laugh for a couple minutes and then I'll go on my merry way. Okay. That sounds so besides a speedo, you're packing. Let's hear it. What's your question? I'm packing. So, so for like me, I want to pack light, but I also, I'm also a guy that always wants to be prepared. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I usually tend to overpack a little bit. But I also, I, I, I overpack, but I, I don't bring that much, really. So it's really just clothes. I just don't want to run out of clothes or whatever. Sure. What do you bring in? Uh, I mean, wh- how are you packing? Are you, are you bringing a pair of underwear and a pair of socks, one for each day? Well, it depends on what you're doing. What you're doing, yeah. I got a, so- I got a pair of socks for every day. I got a pair of drawers for every day. Now, at the same time, I always like to bring one, pen, at least one pair of extra draws with me. Which you, I think you have to. Uh, I mean, you know my experiences with you know <laughs> things happen. Sometimes you need an extra pair of drawers. So I, I do that. I'm definitely there. Now, I'm also a roller. I'm a roller as yes, well. I am too. I'm a roller. I like to roll my stuff. I, so I don't know why somebody told me it doesn't wrinkle Supposedly or something. Saves space too. Saves space. Doesn't wrinkle. Things like that. So that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm a sock a day and a drawer a day kind of guy. Now, you wear a hat just as much as you wear underwear. Are I brought you, more hats. I brought more hats than I did underwear to. Are you kidding? To, me? Uh, to Mexico, I did. I brought my Mariners hat. I brought my. I brought two Reds hats. I brought uh, my son's baseball team hat. I brought my. Uh, what do you call that? What do you call that? That uh, what do you call that hat I had on? Oh, oh, oh. the white hat um, there, the Cuban hat, whatever. It's not that really thing is. a fedora; it's a um, yeah, some kind of like that. Yeah, uh, I had my Mets hat, I had my A's hat, and I had my Astros hat. You brought eight hats. I brought eight hats with me to a six-day trip. To a six-day trip. 
<laughs> Did you listen, wear <laughs> some people? Listen, women bring all kinds of shoes, right? Women yeah. bring all kinds of shoes. My hats take up less space. I fold them together. I usually tuck in some some drawers back behind them, pack them in nice and tight. The bill gets set underneath other clothes. I got it. I got. I figured out how to get the hat thing down. That makes sense because you can. You can fold the back in. Yeah, and you can, fold them you all in save, together. Bop, bop, right. bop. And I wore the I wore the 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 little Cuban hat every day. Yeah, the Tony Montana hat. Right. And listen. And. If a and I don't want to say a woman because there's guys that got shoe fetishes too. You oh, do what you do. Absolutely. I want to make. I don't know what hat I'm going to wear every day. I might need this hat. I might need that hat. I might wear three hats in one day. You never know. Did you wear all of the hats? I did not. No. Okay. No. So did, then, did you feel like, man, I kind of wasted that? that no way. Be. No way, dude. It's like a security blanket. Yeah. It's a security blanket. I wake up. I start. I first thing I do is I walk into my closet and I look at my hats and I go, what's going to happen today? And my hat determines what clothes I'm going to wear. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, man, you are. You are. You're the biggest hat guy I know, I think. I know, I don't a, lot know. a lot of people that wear hats. I don't know. Our, we got a cousin uh, right here, first in-house guest. Bobby Edwards is a bigger hat guy than he's me. He's a, got more hats than I do. He's a big, he is a big hat guy. He's got more hats but than I do. But, you know, he is almost pretty much always wearing a hat. Yeah. I would, I would say you guys are tied. He might have more hats. Because yep. he gets them, he gets them custom made. He's he, got he's a hat got guy. Custom, he's got a hat guy, and I found his hat guy. I actually You've went. Had made, I went right? to get a hat made for him for his bachelor party. Went to Lids to go get it made. Started getting it made. I had him put Amanab on the back of it, and the guy goes, "Oh my gosh, I make all his hats." <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bob is famous in the hat community. Yes, he is. He's a famous hat guy. Um, so <laughs> shout out Bobby Edwards. Okay. So, so we've established you, uh, you pack. So, I mean, you're, you, are you a one bag guy? I mean, are you yeah. one bag, two bags? If I can, I, full I, suitcase. Nah, if I can get on with just a carry on, man, I'm just, I like to keep my stuff with me if possible. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know if, you know what? It's going to be tough to do, brother. You're, yeah. you're going, you're going to have some liquids and stuff like that. You know, just you're going to have to check something. Yeah. I am going to have to check. But something. definitely look, if you're checking a bag, make sure you got a, at least one or two changes of clothes in your carry on. Yeah. Because that bag gets lost, bro. You get out there. You don't know how long it's going to be before you get that carry on bag. If before we do you get an, that check in yeah. bag. Emergency landing where we land in the ocean and we all end up on a deserted island. I got at least one change of clothes, right? Yeah, I bring two with me. If we land in the ocean, I die because I can't swim. But just yeah, if we land close enough. Find a piece enough, of luggage to float on or something okay. to float on. Sure, yeah, sure, some, sure. Some body. If, uh, gra- right, grab a dead body, some lady's dead they body. They got float thing float underneath, the, underneath the thing. You pull that thing from underneath. I don't know where it's yeah. at underneath Oh, no, if we're seat. going down, I'm panicking, and I'm forgetting all of those instructions. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm gonna dive out of the plane right before we hit the water to Man, try to make I sure. Now I want to be the guy next to you so I can help you out. <laughs> I feel like you need some help, banana boat. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do need some help. I, I, I can't do anything in water, and I'm wearing a shirt that says banana boat. Anyway. Um, banana boat is, uh, they also make a phenomenal uh, aloe lotion. Get a little burn. Turns it directly to suntan. It's yeah. like magic. Okay. Very nice. Um, it's also some boat that Chris LeBron and, James yeah, and Dwayne Wade and Chris Paul and, yeah. and Carmelo Anthony all take together with all their wives. And Anyway. Um, it Probably was, have tacos on it on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yep. More than likely. More than likely. Um, 
So anyway, all right. So so we've 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 talked uh, through the vacation thing. Thank you for the advice, the packing advice. That's what I'm here for. Um, I may ask you for a couple more tips again before then. It's October before I go, so uh, we got plenty of time to talk about that. Yep. One thing that we have actually received a request from a a very loyal listener the last couple of weeks, he wants us to discuss. This is how we do with requests. We put them at the very end of the podcast. Because we don't care about them. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We actually talked about maybe putting this at the beginning, um, but we wanted to, to – uh, anyway, we – we, I got you. In our, in our show meeting, we uh, – our show prep meeting, we just well, – this is how we decided that the rundown was going to be. Joe Leonard wants us to address – the so Bengals training camp training camp in the NFL. So is let's talk. Right let's now. talk about. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Bengals training camp. The biggest thing in Bengals training camp is AJ Green. Very first day, uh, two Saturdays ago, week and a half ago, hurt his uh, hurt his ankle. I don't know if it was. I think it was maybe considered a sprain, but he tore ligaments uh, in his ankle. Had to get surgery. Um, AJ Green, this will be so they said originally six to eight weeks possibly that he would be, he would miss, which didn't sound horrible because it was so early in camp. But after the surgery, they figured out that there was a li- it was a little bit worse maybe than they okay. thought. So he may be missing multiple games to start the season. AJ Green is thirty one is almost thirty one years old. Three out of the last four years, he has missed regular season football games this is because his, of injury. And this is his last year under contract exactly. with the Bengals. If you're A.J. Green, do you pull a Le'Veon Bell? Do you pull a uh, – uh, who's doing it right now? Um, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. Do you just say, you know what? I'm injured. I don't want to – I'm not messing with this. I'm taking this whole year off. Uh, I'm still in my prime. Well – Kinda, and he's he's at the he's at the back end of his prime, but he's still in his prime ish. And the injuries don't help. Injuries your prime don't either. help at all. Let's take a let's take a year off and see if I can get into free agency and make some money. What do you think? He's not going to do that. He's he, not that kind of exa- guy. That's exactly what I was going to say. He is not. He's the opposite of the of the Le'Veon Bell's and the Ezekiel Elliotts. The guy is he's got his head on straight. But but you know it's I I understand what you're saying. Um, but no, I don't think he's going to do that. And he he's talked about wanting to finish, loving being in Cincinnati, wanting to finish his career as a Bengal. Mike Brown has said he's interested in keeping him on. But you know, you you got to consider these injuries. I mean, three of the last four years he's missed games now, and he's going to miss some games this year. What does that? I mean, that certainly doesn't do him any favors if he decides to test the free agent waters, right? I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna get the same kind of offer. As I mean, he's he not gonna get, get he's not gonna get Julio Jones money or anything like that or, or Antonio Brown money. But at the same time, he's gonna make money. The guy is still a game changer when he's in the game. Yeah, and attracts attention and everything else. He catches almost everything thrown to him unless it's ten miles over his head from Andy Dalton. Right, <laughs> right, or out of bounds. Yeah, um, exactly. But but okay. So then, but does this does the injury and the string of injuries does that make it a little bit easier maybe for the Bengals to sign him to an extension uh yeah I would say yes just because they can say listen well I don't I, don't, I think maybe in the end but I think they can lowball him I think they feel like they can lowball him and he's gonna go test the waters and 
it may not be exactly what he thinks is going to be out there, and then he comes back and accepts an offer. I don't, I don't, I don't. I, if I was him, I'd be gone. Really, you oh, would yeah. go. I would leave the Bengals as the second I had an opportunity to. Well, um, we're hearing from, from from everything in training camp. We're hearing that the offensive line does not look good right now, and they they also lost their first pick of the draft. Um, Williams uh, starts with a J. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got he's injured. He's out for the. Is he out for the season? How long is he gone? Yeah, for? I think the, I think the season. All I right, think so, the season. So and I was out. excited about that because I thought he was really gonna kind sure. of start anchoring this line and, right away. And then you got uh, um, was it Clint Bowling? Clint Bowling retired. who retired. So now all of a sudden, you know, where you thought maybe we're getting a little bit of depth here on our offensive line finally, which has been terrible for the last two and a half three years. Now all of a sudden you're getting a little bit of depth, and now you're right back to where you were. Right. Um, so that's not good. Now the the good thing is, it sounds like the defense and especially the defensive line looks phenomenal. Looks really really good. Now yes, they're going against the offensive line right now. So yes, that's they're going to look good. terrible, but but individually, I've been hearing that that individuals are really looking especially good in camp right now, and. By the way, we're already going going to have this Saturday is their first preseason game, unfortunately against the Chiefs, one of the best teams in the NFL. Yep. But you know they're going to actually get to go against some other you know another NFL team and kind of see where they're at, and we'll get to see uh, from what I understand, we'll actually get to see maybe a couple of series, two three series with the uh, with with the starters who will be the starters who we we expect to be the starters anyway right so um, so this is how bad this offensive line has gotten the very first so a couple of days ago the first uh, the first depth chart was was put out there right so their left guard starting left guard is Tom Tom and Jerry's brother John Jerry <laughs> okay. you ever heard of John Jerry John Jerry, I have not heard yeah. of John Jerry. Uh, and then you got Billy Price, of, of course, Jones. at center. Billy Price, of course, at center. Um, you, and then Bobby Hart's going to be your right tackle. Your left, your left tackle is Cordy Glenn. Uh, I, I, those guys are both kind of have their good and bad moments, we'll just say. And then your right guard is the voice of the San Francisco Giants, John Johnny Miller. Miller. <laughs> We've got John Another Miller. Another guy. I don't. I, I don't know who John Miller is. I don't know where he came from. I don't know anything about him. No, but he's like eighty something years old. Yeah, he's that's gonna be rough Giants for him. Games. And, he's calling and with Joe Morgan for a long time. Tyler Eifert is the second tight end. The second tight end. C.J. Uzama is the. They have him as the number one tight end on this depth chart. That so was released by the Bengals a couple of days ago. It, um, I, I've heard that Carl Lawson's looks just. Carl Lawson looks awesome like really yeah. really good right now um you expect you know geno atkins and and the the other folks carlos dunlap, good, dunlap and, right you know you expect those guys to be good um and, and i you know i i'm not really worried too much about the defense i think the defense is going to be pretty good um you know but you do you know aj greens what about their i mean so you're okay with their you you're good with their uh with their linebacker linebacking group I mean, you got Preston uh, Preston Brown, who never missed a game until he became a banger. <laughs> right. Uh, so he's back, and he led the league in tackles last time he actually played football, which is that's big. But, you know, Nick Vigil, Sam Hubbard, I'm not saying they're bad guys. I'm just not saying that they're anything special. Yep. No, I, I agree with you on that. Um, hopefully they're, you know, hopefully the secondary and, the, you know, up front, hopefully 
that's going to be good enough to 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 make them a pretty good defense. Now, are they going to be a top two or three defense in the league? No, no probably, probably not. not. But you know, hopefully they play well enough to. Now, are they gonna are they gonna be good in the regular season against the Chiefs? Nope. I, I think they're gonna get. I think they're gonna get uh, the Chiefs fifty again. Uh, you know, they're yeah. gonna put fifty up on them. Well, again the Chiefs are like the Chiefs aren't gonna play. I mean, their main guys aren't gonna play the whole game. That's gonna be. Oh no, not this weekend. No, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Right. Um. Now here's 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 something that I wanted to say. This this def this is kind of the biggest change for me, and it's been talked about here and there. So. For years, it was, it's easy to to scheme against the Bengals. You know, if you got one good one good uh, defensive back and one that's not playing very well, or you got a guy who's injured and you got a rookie in there, you know, you just throw your better receiver on the left side, and then he's up against the rookie. It's that simple. Or put somebody in the slot, and and if you know maybe our nickel cornerback's not good, just depending. I like the fact that they're letting William Jackson shadow. He is going to just shadow the best receiver on the team yeah. he will not leave him i i really like that i like I that too. that's a you know darrell revis was you know w- would just shadow whoever the best guy was but then you had guys like um the guy <laughs> yeah uh shirt richard sherman who oh. just played on the right side or left side whatever side it was but that was his side you didn't throw over there, and it was you know you don't throw to the left side of the field. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. I, either way, you're doing your job. <laughs> either way, you're doing your job. But I like it better when you you travel with that guy. Make that guy's whole day suck. Match not up just, against not their just, best guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Because at the end of the game, they're going to be putting him. They're going to be moving him all around anyway to get him away from your your best guy. So I'm 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 excited to see the Bengals playing a little bit different different type of ball, both offensively and defensively. Hopefully, we can get. Uh, we can get our buddy um, Andre Edwards on the podcast, uh, Bengals insider, uh, beat writer, beat writer, just writer, just writer, yeah, yeah. writer for Locked On Bengals, Locked On Bengals, that's what it is, Bengals right. insider, uh, Locked On Bengals dot com. Um, hopefully, we can get him on uh, at some point here soon because he's going to know way more about these Bengals than we do. Yes, so it, it'll be interesting to hear what he's got to say, but uh, I definitely would like to know what he thinks about that because I. I want to know: Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? You know, is that is that wear out your best defender? Then too, at the end of the game, is he wore out? What what are the good, bad, and ugly about that? Yeah, yep, uh, yeah. I would be very interested because I I can't give you a good answer on that. I'm I'm interested to hear what Andre has to say about that and about AJ Green. What they're going to do, of course. I you know Tyler Boyd, I guess, is your next guy that steps up and is your kind of number one until AJ comes back. Um, and, you know, and you're going to use. Hopefully, they're going to use the tight ends, and they'll they'll throw a little bit out of the backfield and stuff like that too. Um, so, you know, I think they can. They, they, I really do still think they have enough weapons to mix it up and spread it around, so that you're not going to be killed by missing AJ Green. But you're going to. Joe get Mixon better. is a stud. Yes, All right, he is. Joe Mixon is an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. He's a stud who beat the crap out of a uh, out of his old lady, and I'm going to continue to talk about that forever because. Uh, he he got a lot of crap for that as well he should be yes uh so anyway he's he's a stud that beat the living daylights out of some chick um and with that being said with him out there you still are going to have tyler boyd you're gonna have john ross in what his fourth season now hopefully a change of coaching staff will will open up the talent that this kid has with his speed and everything mm-hmm. uh so so there's some other guys out there i mean um uh, Josh Malone, uh, you know, he's always just kind of been ho hum. He's never really done anything. 
Um, but it'll be interesting. You still got a couple receivers. I, I think Alex Erickson could 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 he's he's shown that he can be special with the ball and special teams. So, you know, hopefully he gets a little bit more of a chance. Cody Core. There, there's a few guys, but but mainly it's going to be Tyler Boyd, John Ross, Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard. That's it. That's what you got. Mm-hmm. And then Uzama or Tyler Eifert if Eifert can last more than six plays. Right. So. Yep. Yeah, I think there's still some there's still good there until AJ Green comes back. AJ Green comes back, all of a sudden that that little mixture sounds really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and like you said, we are in the next few weeks. We are going to hopefully get as long as he uh, as long as he still loves us. Uh, we'll hopefully get Andre back on. Did we do something so he wouldn't love us? No. Oh, I'm just it's saying. Andre Edwards, man. Andre loves everybody. That yeah, dude's I full know. of love, man. I know he is full of love. Um, <laughs> so uh oh, yeah hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get Andre back and on he's and family like I feel like he has to he is, he he is feel, I feel like he feels like he has to because he's he has family. to be I just saw his parents last weekend did you yeah um so anyway we'll uh we'll get uh yeah they are they're they're the Edwards so yes they are our family uh, uh, Bob Mike Tony Danny Andre Keith exactly the whole Edwards clan yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, we'll get him on, like you said, and we'll and we'll talk some more Bengals uh, in the next couple of weeks here. So we, you know, getting ready for the season. It'll be here before you know it, um, and then it'll be over before you know it. So yep. we got a lot of. We'll we'll talk more football and more Bengals, and uh, the football will be over, and we'll get right back into basketball. Well, we'll talk basketball as soon as basketball starts, even <laughs> though football is going on, and we'll talk baseball until that's is, over, man. even though those are at the same time. It is time. what it is. We apologize. <laughs> Listen, baseball, basketball, that's what we enjoy. Right. Uh, speaking of, Trevor Bauer, I'm pretty excited about seeing this dude come over uh, since he's been here. He, he, he had a decent start the other day, and I'm really excited to see the, his start against uh, the Cubbies. Yeah, uh, did you see the pitching matchups? Gosh, man, this, this weekend, is, dude. It's I like mean, every it, day. It's like a starting. It's like the starting matchup for an All Star game every day. Yeah, it really is. So it really uh, is. It, it's going to be exciting. the The Cub series is going to be exciting, and the rest of the way, look for the Reds. And then if they if they peter out and they they start playing poorly again or whatever, and they get eliminated from contention uh, of any playoff spot, it's it's uh, we're it's still going to be fun to watch. It's always fun to watch the last month of baseball and you really start getting those playoff races really start getting hot even when our Reds aren't in it. It's just fun, man. Yep. Baseball when baseball in September, you know, and then when especially in October when the playoffs start and everything, it's just fun cuz then you only really see like everybody's top 3 pitchers yes. and that kind of stuff. That's so, what I enjoy. Right. So, uh it's it's very exciting. I would exciting. love to see this Reds team in a 7 game series. So they would I. got the pitching staff for to to lock down a seven game series. I tell you what, next season, especially if they can re-sign Alex Wood, holy cow, would this <laughs> rotation be so nice going you know, into the next season? It would be, but chances of the chances of signing Alex Wood are pretty slim. They're, they're pre- I mean, they you throw be. something out there at him, he's gonna, uh, he's more than likely he's gonna get offered more money somewhere. But it's, I you know, I just it, it's it's slim to none. Either way, he leaves. And get signed with somebody else, you're going to get a nice compensatory pick for that anyway. So, sure, sure, yep. And you still doubt. have, you know, you can you can slot Disclafani or Mally or Lucas Sims or whoever, you know, whoever has a great off season and yeah. whoever comes into spring training strong and that go kind back of out thing. and do this again, man. Go get you another couple, another couple, uh, uh, you know, prime starters at the end of a contract. Why not? Sure. If it works, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready to do it. 
Let's do it one season at a time. One Just season at a time, like, baby. Buying them and throwing them uh, away. Heck yeah, why not? It'd be <laughs> like the Marlins. <laughs> yeah. Just bring. Well, they did it a little differently, but bring them up. Whole different team next year. Yep. Yep. All righty. Well, so so we'll see. Maybe we'll have a little more football because uh, the first weekend of preseason is this week. First preseason is this week. Um, so so we'll have a little bit more football probably next week. Definitely some more baseball as we see what the Reds did in this Cub series. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll go around a little bit more uh, national baseball stuff because I'd like to get your opinion on the Cody Bellinger, um, uh, Christian Yelich deal that's going on. There's MVP some other guys race. jumping in. On, yeah, for the MVP race. Uh, the, it's looking like the Triple Crown deal is probably gone, but yeah. but the, the MVP race between these two and what you think so far because they've both had phenomenal seasons. So. Yeah. Hey, Eugenio Suarez. AUA National Source. League MVP. National League MVP, 30 home runs, uh, which is what both of those guys had at the All-Star break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30 home runs. He's got like 70-something RBIs. Those guys yeah. are nearing 100, yeah. I think. So, yeah, you know, I'm with you on that. Sure. Um, so, anyway, yeah, we'll get you next week. We appreciate you listening. Like always, you can catch us on all the platforms that uh, have podcasts as well as YouTube. And, uh, you know, newest uh, edition was iHeartRadio, so check it out on there. We appreciate it. Leave some comments. Hit the like button. Um, don't forget to turn your headlights on. 